Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 66 of Revitalizing the Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about familiarity is hurting the church when guests arrive. I want you to think about it this way. When first-time guests walk into your local church, they see with a fresh perspective. The view, they view the worn carpet, the smell of unaired basement, or the cluttered classroom, and the bathroom that seems more at home in the 1960s than in the current age. Many churchgoers have become too comfortable in the familiar surroundings and miss an opportunity to invest in the infrastructure of the local church. But my friends, guests do not. They see, they hear, they smell all when visiting your local church for the very first time. There's a saying that first impressions are lasting ones. What the church facilities look like is vital as how guests get greeted when they enter the local church. Ask yourself, has my church become so comfortable in the familiar that we miss what guests are experiencing when they visit for the very first time? Guests will break through the confines of the comfortable to see Christ, or they will see the church stuck in the familiar and never return. So how does your church know familiarity hurts the church when guest arrives? And so I want to break this down, this idea of familiarity is hurting your local church when guests arrive in three big points. And the first one is this, familiarity is loss. Since the onset of the pandemic-induced uh, inflation, following two years of a global pandemic, the church has faced two strong headwinds that have sped up member declines. Established churches like yours, those that have been around for decades, have most likely seen their numbers fluctuate over time. The death of members, health issues related to members moving away uh, to be with family or in a care home, loss of income, uh, ties going down. Thus, lack of workers would have been absorbed and really even unnoticed over the last decades. But with this perfect storm of all these things coming at the same time, on top of two worldwide events, the established church has been rocked by loss after loss. And you probably experienced that in your own local church. And in many cases, churches like yours have become a shell of who she was beforehand. The familiarity with loss is exacerbated by long-term members not coming back to church regularly and a lack of families with young children attending. Can I get an amen from the back row? As guests enter the church for the very first time, they can sense that the church is lacking through social interactions and even their own observations. While they might not be able to put a finger on what is lacking, they can see the stress and the strains of the loss. Instead of focusing on the loss, the church leadership should focus on what could come from new families visiting the church. The church must embrace its season, not make excuses for the failures, but begin to define a new normal to move forward instead of staying in the past. God's not surprised by what is happening in your local church. Instead, I believe he has given you the tools in that local church to form 
in the form of people and programs and positions to propel your local church forward into this new season. The second big point is familiarity in uncertainty. When loss comes to the church, a time of personal or spiritual reflection takes place. It's natural to talk and then to observe and then to pray through the loss. However, many established churches have found themselves stuck in uncertainty, and it has become their friend instead of an action step to behold. I can't find nowhere in Scripture where God wants the church to sit in uncertainty for an extended period of time. Instead, I read that he has constantly propelled his people forward to capture new ground for the kingdom. As guests enter your local church for the very first time, they're already uncertain about what they're going to find and what they're going to experience. If church leaders are making excuses for why something is not done or done in a certain way, how does that build confidence in your first-time guest? It doesn't. It makes them more certain not to return. There is no better time than today to begin to capture God's vision, his new vision for your local church. If you have a lot of empty classroom space in your building, I want you to reimagine that area. See what the neighborhood around the church needs and if your local church can help meet those needs by providing space for an after-school program or counseling space for addiction or grief programs. My friends, outside the church's campus is a world that needs your local church. Be a church that reflects the community's needs by opening herself up to, to meet those needs in partnerships with the neighborhood. Friends, I know, I know where you're at. I feel your pain. But do not get stuck in uncertainty of time but be confident that God still has more for your local church to accomplish. The third big point is familiarity with the familiar. I've heard it said that people should come to church for Jesus and not for the church or not for what the church looks like on the inside. Well, I won't disagree with that heart behind that comment. People, but people look at facilities facades. And they judge the church's effectiveness from that point of view. Right or wrong, it's happening every single time a guest walks onto your campus, drives onto your campus, walks inside your building for the very first time. So if you know that church shopping and consumerism Christianity takes place, what will your local church do about it? What are you going to do? Sit back and wait? Or take preemptive care in caring for your facility? The answer, friends, should be caring for the facility as an extension of honoring God's plans for the established church. Why don't you spend some time walking around your facility with crucial leaders? You know, those elected leaders on your board or staff or, or even those lay leaders who are influencers in your church. Observe from the parking lot to the pew and everywhere in between what guests might see. I want you to review outdated bulletin boards to inadequate trash cans throughout the or inadequate trash cans throughout the facility and rank the issues from the easiest to fix to the hardest. And then I want to challenge you to tackle the low-hanging fruit and develop a long-term plan to solve those other significant problems. And share 
share what is being done weekly in your bulletin or in your announcements, and then celebrate the things that are being accomplished. Even the small things, such as you've added 10 new trash cans around the facility, so it's easy to throw out your trash. Well, praise be to God for that. You got to celebrate even the small wins that are taking place on a weekly basis. If a guest is, is sitting in your pew and hears this message on their very first Sunday, they will see and they will also hear the action of a church coming back alive. And they might just want to join in the efforts of reviving your local declining church. The challenge will be to become more familiar with the list so that you remember to complete the list and constantly evaluate what needs to be added to the list over the time. So it becomes this running list of to-do. You never forget about updating and fixing up the wonderful facility that you have. I want you to realize that the best days of your local church are not behind her, but it lies before her. Help your local church move from the familiar to further preparing for guests so that they feel welcomed and comfortable and part of the family they want to join when they come to your local church. Friends, I know this is a challenging season, but familiarity is hurting the church when guests arrive. We're so familiar of that duct tape spot. We're so familiar of that chipped paint. We're so familiar of the clutter that we're missing the eyes of our guests. It makes them uncomfortable. Why not remove anything that makes our guests uncomfortable to provide comfort in the local church so they can hear the message of Christ and turn their hearts closer to Him? Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out. From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.